Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. I want to do a quick overview of, of what's going to happen here in this episode. First of all, we have some updates here from the Nelson County School District, and I'm going to get into some of the documents that have been released regarding the resignation of a middle school principal and his uh, grievance letter toward the superintendent, who is an absolute tyrant, and it's 100% clear at this point, and if for anybody to not figure that out yet, who lives in that county and is a part of that district, you're either a part of the problem, um, you're blind, or you need to start getting on board with fixing what's going on there, and the only way to do it is to uproot the school board and then get rid of that superintendent. That's why even General Flynn is telling people, you've got to fix school boards by getting rid of the tyrants. 100%, that's the only way. So having said that, I'm going to also mention a few other news-related things that are certainly happening. The propaganda is kicking up to next level. We're at next level propaganda. We are way past level 8 of Super Mario Brothers, and we are now into level 9 and levels that don't even exist. Um, we're, we're way past it now. It's everywhere. It's, it's constant. And again, to the weak-minded, they'll fall for it. And they are fall, falling for it, unfortunately. And speaking of falling for it, um, I've got some rather alarming news toward the end with some more predictions that I think are going to take place. So stick with me here on this episode. Again, I try to keep these brief, but it's everything is just ramping up here and again we're at the end of the quote unquote school year and it's already just ramping up because there's so much information that has to get out there and there's so much information that has to be shared and that's why i encourage everybody to share these episodes just drop them on people text it to a you know text it to a family member text it to a friend whether they're in education or not it does not matter if they have children or not, does not matter. So do what you can to get these episodes out there because, again, the stuff that I'm, that I'm trying to organize here for these three or four episodes a week is stuff that, again, sometimes gets hidden and sometimes gets buried. Um, and, and making educated predictions, by the way, is the scientific method, and I do it with regularity. And it's important, and that has to happen. And you can do the same thing too, and I'm sure you do, and lots of people do, and those discussions matter. Because again, if you haven't figured it out, we're at war in this country. There's a war going on, and there will be casualties. But we want to make sure that we aren't those casualties, and we want to make sure that we use factual information the best that we can as the weapon to inform people. Because that's the real prevention. It's not pumping your body full of drugs. That's never a prevention. The prevention here is information. As Juiced Merlu said in The Rape of the Mind, the war is between the ears. It is in the minds of human beings, without a doubt. So, with that said, here we go. Vanessa Hurst shot me this from the Bloomfield Middle School Blazers. This is the memo grievance concerning misconduct of their superintendent, Wes Bradley. And this grievance was filed by... Randy Adams, uh, the high school principal who resigned because of being mistreated, and believe me, you're going to read it, and you're going to hear it here, rather. 
I'm going to read, it's at least two and a half pages, and then I'm going to read the school district's lawyer's rebuttal and the decision that was made. I'm going to tell you something. It's predictable. It's a predictable outcome. And this right here is the biggest problem that exists in American schools. It is not critical race theory. That's pretend. We shouldn't even be talking about it because it's pretend. It's not the transgenders reading to minors. Yes, it's an abomination and it should never be happening, but, and, and that's a very real thing, of course, that's taking place just like CRT nonsense, but there is a more foundational problem that exists. It's local corruption, it's intimidation, it's bullying, it's sexual harassment, it's physical violence, and, and I'm talking about things like this among the adults who are in charge of these school districts. These are the biggest problems in American schools, 100%. Yes, there's the propaganda in the textbooks. Yes, it's countless teachers who really don't investigate their own subjects on their own time and come to the realization that they were actually misled and lied to when they were in school as students, and then they enter college, and then that propaganda amps up even more, and then they continue to believe it, only then to teach those subjects thinking that they're teaching the truth when in reality they are not. That's all a massive problem, without a doubt. But what you're going to hear here is the most fundamental singular thread of the issue that runs right through American school districts. So here we go. Title, Memo, Grievance Concerning Misconduct of Wes Bradley, to the Nelson County Board of Education and Kim Hogan, NC Human Resources. I am writing to state my displeasure with the conduct of Wes Bradley, Superintendent of Nelson County Schools. At a meeting with principals and district leaders on April 29th at New Haven School, Mr. Bradley and I had a conversation where he acted inappropriately with unwarranted aggression. He is trying to intimidate and bully me when I feel... I have been supportive and neutral regarding the community campus proposal. Background and context leading up to the incident. By the way, I might add, if, in, if Randy Adams, the outgoing principal of this high school, wrote this letter, this grievance letter, it's very well done. It really is. It's very well done. So all props to him, because again, you have to understand, this individual took one for the team so that everybody can understand how bad things are there. And if you're a taxpayer and you live in that area, you'd better start running for school board against these monsters and then get rid of the superintendent. Sorry, I digress. Here we go. Background and context leading up to the incident. Invited to join LPC committee. In mid-April, I received a call from a from a leader from central office who asked me if I wanted to serve on the local planning committee, LPC. As a principal in my second year, I was honestly not aware of the responsibilities of the LPC. In the conversation, I was informed that the committee helped make observations and recommendations regarding district facilities. It was then stated that the former BMS principal had served on the committee and that it was easy for me to replace him. My reply was that I would be happy to help in any way possible. First meeting with Wes Bradley regarding the 6th through 12th grade community campus. On April 15th at 4 p.m., Mr. Bradley met with me in my office at Bloomfield Middle School. This meeting occurred after I was 
asked to join the LPC in the meeting. Uh, sorry, join the LPC. In the meeting, Mr. Bradley laid out his plans for the community campus, and this was the first time I was made aware of the proposal in conversation and with a magazine. In, the converse, in this conversation, Mr. Bradley told me that the LPC would be a part of this process in examining facilities and finalizing plans. Sorry, this is the middle school principal. I think I said high school. My apologies. Middle school principal. Bloomfield Middle School. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, moving on. Quote, he informed me that he could not guarantee what would happen with my job after two years when these changes were to take place. I informed Mr. Bradley that I would respect the process regarding, regardless of the impact it had on my job and that I thought it would be positive for someone from Bloomfield Middle School to be involved in the LPC process. LPC meeting set for April 27th. On April 29th, an email was sent to members of the LPC stating that we would meet on April 27th at 5 p.m. at OKH. This email was sent by another leader from Central Office, not West Bradley. LPC meeting delayed by West Bradley. On April 25th, West Bradley emailed the LPC committee and told them that the committee would reconvene in the fall of 2021, not on April 19th. This email was sent following the Board of Education meeting on April 20th when, when guest comments were made regarding the community campus proposal. Now, what I've been told is that Wes Bradley was putting this committee together illegally, which is why he shut it down and then said, well, we're going to have to reconvene. That's not uncommon. It's not uncommon for superintendents to break the law. It's not uncommon for them to break policy. This is another red flag that they're trying to ram through something that has no business even being there. Keep in mind something here. And yes, I'm cutting in. But keep in mind, we're not even talking about reading, writing, and arithmetic right now. We're not even talking about achievement, academic achievement. You're talking about the complete foundational change of the way that school is supposed to operate that a school is supposed to operate at the K-12 level. They're destroying your entire area. And they're doing it on purpose. And yes, they're doing it for money. So keep that in mind. It can't get any clearer than this. It's a giant distraction. School is supposed to be so effective that you don't even talk about it that you're definitely not talking about the foundational changes of anything because you don't break, you don't reinvent a wheel when it doesn't need to be reinvented. And if they trick you into thinking it needs to be reinvented, then that person is crazy. That's the crazy person in the village, and you need to get rid of that person. Now, here's the next section, grievance description. Quote, meeting with principals and district leaders at New Haven School. I arrived at New Haven School on April 29th, a little before the start time of the event, which was set for 1 p.m. When I entered into the cafeteria, Mr. Bradley started a conversation with me, which ended with him speaking unprofessionally, in a way that I felt he was trying to intimidate me. This is an accurate, common description from countless... Uh, this is me now. This is an accurate, common description from countless individuals who work in this business. Without a doubt. 
because this happens all the time, face-to-face intimidation by administrators toward others. It's unprofessionalism, it's a lack of morals, and a lack of ethics. End of story. It continues, quote, The night before April 28th was the committee discussion at BES. Our conversation began recounting how this event played out. Part 1, the conversation. Survey. Mr. Bradley started the conversation by apologizing to me for putting me in a bad spot. See, he's already admitted wrongdoing. Continues, quote, I told him he didn't and that it took a lot of guts for him to present his plan and take as many questions and criticisms as he did, unquote. Okay, that's a problem right there, too. Don't lick the boot. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. If they slap you across the face, don't say, thank you, sir, may I have another. That's a serious problem. That's workplace bullying. That's intimidation. That's abuse. Because if that's your mind frame, then you're being abused. No, no different than in a, in a, a, a uh, words here, words. No, no different than in any other abusive relationship. It's the same thing. Well, he punched me because he loves me. He made fun of me uh, to my face and intimidated me, you know, because he cares. No. Nope. Not what that means. Quote, continuing. I asked Mr. Bradley if he thought a community survey would help or hurt his proposal. The idea is that people from around Nelson County could offer their opinion on the matter. This could be used to justify the varying needs across the county. I know the community in the Bloomfield area may have differing needs or opinions than those in Boston or New Haven. Mr. Bradley told me he would not put out a survey because it was not needed. Mr. Bradley expressed frustration at my question, which I honestly proposed to be helpful, and informed me that the community discussions and the LPC process would get the input from the community. I replied that while I admired him for his community decision discussion at BES, people do not seem to feel heard. I told him I thought a survey might be might help him in the process. Mr. Bradley then stated that he knew best what needed to happen for kids in Nelson County and that a survey would not be helpful. I'm going to repeat that last sentence. Quote, Mr. Bradley then stated that he knew best what needed to happen for kids in Nelson County and that a, and that, and that a survey would not be helpful. Unquote. Are you picking up on the language here? The intimidation. All of it. Administrators not wanting to administer surveys to staff, students, parents, the community means they know what the answer will be and they don't want to hear it because it goes against what they want to do, which means they don't give a shit what you think. That's what it means. That's it. It can't be, it can't be crystal, more crystal than that. It's that simple. They don't care. He's a ramrod. And he's ramming this through because you're being compliant. Vote out the school board members. Stop being compliant. And this principal has a lot of guts and did the right thing by simply leaving. And writing, like I said, an awesome resignation letter. Moving on, part two of the conversation, removal from LPC. 
Then, quote, Mr. Bradley informed that I was going to be removed from the LPC. He told me that it would be a conflict of interest for me to be on the LPC since I'm serving at Bloomfield Middle School. Well, that's ridiculous. Quote, I told him that I did not mind if I was not on the committee, but that someone from BMS should have a right to be represented. He told me that principals or members of the LPC would vote on who joins the committee. He told me that I could campaign to be on the LPC if I wanted. So he didn't want to, he, there was no campaign beforehand. Let's get that straight. Now he's kicked him off. And now he says the board is going to pick or he can campaign to be on it. So what does that mean? Well, it's simple. A sycophant is going to be hired and be a part of this committee. A bootlicker, an ass kisser. That's the way that it works. And then that person will be on said committee, and then this person will upvote every single thing that the superintendent wants. Ladies and gentlemen, the unprofessionalism is at the top and works all the way down through all of the crevices that exist in the spider web. That's the way it works. Quote, he then stated that there were going to be three proposals that come out of the LPC and going to the Board of Education. Mr. Bradley then clearly stated that none of the proposals would leave Bloomfield Middle School open. Mr. Bradley made it clear to me that he plans to close Bloomfield Middle School regardless of any community conversations. They're going to close your school regardless of any community conversations. He's openly telling you that the school that the superintendent said that to his face. Why would he lie about that? <laughs> I mean, my God, why would he lie about that? He's telling you who the enemy is and what the enemy has said behind closed doors. Pay attention, people. Part three of the conversation concerns with Mr. Bradley's messaging on staffing. The conversation then shifted to concerns from BMS staff members. I told Mr. Bradley that staff members were struggling because on April 19th, Mr. Bradley told all BMS staff that nobody would lose their jobs as a result of the proposal. Yet they felt his comments at the BOE meeting, Board of Education meeting, and a community discussions and at community discussions, alluded to the fact that all programs could not be sustained, which would result in jobs being cut. Mr. Bradley told me that I was wrong and that he never said this. He stated that he said 97% of people would keep their jobs. He then contradicted himself and said that the community campus would create even more jobs. I told him I was just trying to help him understand how people feel, both staff and community members. See, that's a big no-no. You can't do that. You can't tell the truth and hold these positions. You can't. Being a liar and a cheat and a steal comes with the territory. They're, they're personal characteristics of a lot of people who hold these positions. Not all, but lots. Part 4 of Conversation. Bullying and Intimidation. Here we go. Mr. Bradley then told me that the staff at BMS are immature and that their concerns over their own jobs is a sign that the culture is bad at BMS under my leadership. I'm going to repeat that. The superintendent just told all of you Bloomfield Middle School teachers that you're shit. That's what he just said to you. You can pick another word if you'd like. 
He called you immature and that your concerns are weak and that that is your principal's fault because your principal is not a jerk or an asshole. This is the problem with American education. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Quote, again, Mr. Bradley then told me that the staff at Bloomfield Middle School are immature and that their concerns over their own jobs is a sign that the culture is bad at BMS under my leadership. He then stated that he knew I would struggle with this process when he hired me and that it's my failures which have resulted in BMS staff concerns. Passing the buck, pointing the finger, and blaming people. Do you see what's going on here? Bullying and, bullying and intimidation. Quote, Mr. Bradley then told me I needed to take a long, hard look at where I stand and that I'd better figure out what my role is, what my role in this is. His body language was very intense, and I'm confident that his words indicated a threat to my employment. I told Mr. Bradley that instead of taking a long, hard look at where I stand, that I was taking the long afternoon off and leaving New Haven because I would not be demeaned. I told him, quote, I'm not on your team anymore, unquote. This was not me stating that I am resigning, but this was me informing Mr. Bradley that I would not subject myself to the unfair and hostile treatment from him, which I do not deserve. Ladies and gentlemen, the behavior of Mr. Bradley is a contractually breaking offense. End of story. The problem is, is that your school board is weak. And it doesn't matter, as I'm going to read here a little later, what the lawyer themselves described. He's already broken the most basic codes of conduct that exist. He's already broken his contractual obligations with the way that he treated this principal. Period. That's it. That's it. So what you're doing now is you're keeping around school board members that are protecting a contractually breaking individual who is a bully, who intimidates people, threatens them with the loss of their job if they don't play by his illegal rules and immoral rules and unethical rules. That's what's happening here. God, this is just, this is a nightmare. This is an absolute nightmare. Okay, where did I leave off? Uh, this is not, uh, for Mr. Bradley, that I would not subject myself to the unfair and hostile treatment for him, which I do not deserve. Correct. You don't deserve it. Nobody does. Which means if it's happening, the people doing it need to go. And you need to get rid of them. Conclusion. My report is meant to reflect this incident alone. However, Mr. Bradley has behaved this way with me many times. See, he should have listed the, every single time that he's done this. He didn't, I don't think. Um, he continues, quote, I feel that he is disrespectful, jokes about firing principals, and attempts to intimidate employees. Yes, clearly. Why would you make all of this up? <laughs> Why would you make all of this up? You wouldn't. Quote, I want to make it clear that my tone was not combative or argumentative with Mr. Bradley. Throughout the conversation, I was humble, reserved, and I always believe I should respect my boss. It was not until Mr. Bradley attempted to intimidate me that I decided to leave. My questions in dialogue were intended 
to be a thoughtful conversation, but Mr. Bradley does not want to hear any input that does not absolutely affirm he is right. These are called character flaws, ladies and gentlemen. Serious character flaws. Well, he doesn't have character. That's the, that's the problem. The principal does. The superintendent does not. Quote, this report is not meant to do the following. I am not doing this to stop the 6th, 12th grade community campus proposal from moving forward. I have communicated with Mr. Bradley and community members that this decision is not mine to make. While I will while it will impact my job directly, I believe the community should decide through elected board of education members and a superintendent listening to stakeholders. That's well said. He's basically saying, hey community, wake the hell up. You're responsible for your own downfall because you're voting in these criminals. That's what he's saying here. So you need to listen to that. Heed that warning. He continues, quote, I do not agree with how this process is unfolding. I believe Mr. Bradley is not being transparent. Well, he's not. Uh, if he already has this proposal prepared for the LPC committee, then the committee is not real. Ding, ding, ding. It's all made up. It's all fake. You're being lied to. This principal's got his head on straight. This guy's going to be successful somewhere. Maybe not in education anymore, and maybe not as a principal, but he sounds like, a, he sounds like a, uh, somebody's got his head on straight. He continues, quote, The purpose of this report is to, I want to make it clear that I will not be bullied, intimidated, or demeaned by Wes Bradley. His behavior in this situation was unprofessional and dehumanizing. I am willing to meet with the Board of Education and or Kim Hogan regarding the manner. Although Mr. Bradley is in a position of authority, I, I expect a thorough investigation to be conducted without partiality. Good luck with that, as you'll hear in just a minute. I believe that Mr. Bradley needs to be reprimanded for his behavior. He should be fired. He should be fired. Um... I realize that it is Mr. Bradley's word versus mine, but I stand behind my statement and affirm that this is true. Respectfully, Randy Adams. Okay. That's the grievance letter. Now, here's the lawyer's response for the district. So they mailed this directly to Randy Adams. Buckman, Ferris, and Mills, attorneys at law. Dear Mr. Adams, Thank you for meeting with me on May 12, 2021 to review your grievance in detail. As indicated then and in a preceding email, the cons uh, and consistent with the conclusion of your letter on, sorry, your letter of April 30, 2021, the scope of your grievance against Superintendent Wes Bradley was limited to the incident you described at New Haven School on April 29, 2021, immediately preceding a meeting with principals and district leaders. In addition to interviewing you and Mr. Bradley, I conducted interviews with nine other staff members, including the one name you provided me upon your suggestion, I'm sorry, uh, including the one name you provided me, period. Upon your suggestion, I secured and reviewed the videotape of the New Haven cafeteria during the entire time you were in the room and in conversation with Mr. Bradley. I reviewed that video multiple times and used it to determine those staff members in closest proximity to you and Mr. Bradley during the conversation. Those individuals were among the nine interviewed. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. He could have interviewed a trash can. 
or a dog that was in the room. It wouldn't matter. Fear is contagious. Mr. Bradley knows who was interviewed. Do you understand that? Mr. Bradley knows who was around that conversation. He knows the people who were in that room. All Mr. Bradley has to do is walk up to those people and intimidate them. Those people are fearful for their jobs as well. And they should be, because you have a tyrant running that district. And tyrants on that school board who support him. Those individuals were among the nine interviewed. Okay, I said that. Sorry. Here we go. Quote, the review of your grievance was conducted pursuant to the provisions of board policy 03.16 and procedure 03.16 AP.2. Whatever. To maintain objectivity and provide a transparent review of your grievance, the board contacted contracted with me an outside counsel to, excuse me to conduct a review of the grievance interview the parties and any witnesses review the facts apply them to the policy and report to them in executive session pursuant to KRS blah 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 i was unable to substantiate your allegation that mr bradley quote acted inappropriately and with unwarranted aggression unquote or that he attempted to, quote, intimidate and bully you, unquote. After hearing all the information I had gathered during that special meeting of May 18th, 2021, the board voted unanimously to take no further action upon the grievance. Sincerely, Eric G. Ferris. They voted unanimously. Which means even the one person on the board who apparently doesn't like Wes Bradley still voted to not sanction, or rather, uh, not file a grievance. They went along with it. There's your swamp, ladies and gentlemen. My question with this too is, is who, who, who was this outside investigator, allegedly? Uh, it's just... The corruption here is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And you can't say you don't have a corrupt school district. I just read it to you. I just read it to you. But don't think you're alone, ladies and gentlemen. But don't, don't let that feeling of thinking you're, you're either not alone to justify your current misery. Well, I'm in an abusive relationship, and a lot of people in are, are in abusive relationships, and well, that's just the way that it works, and you know, we don't like it, but we just deal with it, and we try to manage it, and blah, blah, blah. You have no idea how green the pastures are on the other side when you get rid of these people. You'll have no, you have no idea right now how simple things can be, how your own district office probably hires five people for the job that one person could do. Think of the money you'll save by just firing people. Think of that. The secretaries, right down to the secretaries. That's how deep the swamp goes. The fake smiles, the patting on the back, the closing of the doors, the nose-to-nose -nose intimidation. It's everywhere. you got to fire these lawyers, too, whoever's being hired to do this. These people are part of the problem. You can't take a letter like what he said with the incidences that the middle school principal described and basically say, you're lying. We didn't find any basis of what you said to be true. 
because we interviewed the superintendent, we interviewed nine other people, and we asked the board what to do, and they all said, we're just going to move forward as if this didn't happen. Therein lies your problem, which means, what do you think they have planned for your children? What do you think they have planned for them? They hate your children. They hate you. And they're coming for them. That's what all of this means. And yes, you're not alone. This is everywhere. This is in lots of school districts. Everywhere. It's everywhere. So get a hold of it. Get a grip. And do something about it. And that something is you run against those school board members and you win. They bully, they intimidate, they abuse children with mask wearing, they abuse them with propaganda, they lie, they do the opposite of everything that was supposed to be happening and is supposed to be happening. That's how you win. And then you make sure that you're the ones that don't use Dominion voting machines and you count the votes yourselves. Make sure that one vote for one board member isn't a fractionized vote and that it ends up the rest of that fraction, that 70-80% of that one vote, goes to another board member who is a piece of trash. See, you've got to, you've got to monitor this whole process. Then you fire Bradley. Then you fire your uh, human resources director. Then you start cutting loose uh, individuals within the district office, one by one, and you don't need a reason to fire a secretary. You just fire them. You're done. Bye. That's it. Well, they didn't give me any reason as to why I was fired. You're on a contract year-in, year-out basis. That's it. You're on a year-in, year-out contract. They can cut you loose because they don't like the look of your face. It doesn't matter. Cut them loose then. Get rid of them. They're a part of the swamp where you live. All of these people are a part of the swamp where you live. Fix it. Get knowledgeable parents there, knowledgeable people. Hell, I'll be your superintendent. Guess what'll happen? Guess what I'll do if a school board votes me in? An ethical school board. I'll become a certified superintendent in the state of Kentucky. I've got all the credentials. I could do it with half my brain tied behind my back. Just to make it fair. I'll clean house. That's what I would do. Because ethical environments run on professionalism are the only healthy environments that exist. Everything else is the opposite. That's what that means. Okay. Honest to God. A little good news here, I might add. I've got to I got to I got to jump in here with something good. The 1776 commission by President Trump, who is still the president is still meeting. They're still meeting. They're still discussing. You know, like he never stopped being president because he isn't. He never stopped being president. He still is. Whispering into a microphone doesn't mean anything, Sean. Stop doing that. Okay. Uh, what else? Check out check out the Substack uh, article, the latest Substack article on the American Classroom Substack. There's an article there, again, by John Clement, specifically describing, again, how to talk to the COVID, uh, the COVID crazies. 
how to have how to have some logical conversations with them. I think he raises some excellent, excellent points without a doubt. Um, there is something, however, that is happening with these shots that that people are taking, and it's one of the things that's continuing to be looked at and continuing to be studied, and it's really alarming as the more and more permanent side effects are starting to come out, ladies and gentlemen, because again, it manipulates your RNA permanently, not just destroying your existing immune system, but your RNA permanently. People are reporting massive behavioral changes in the individuals who have had the jabs. So we're talking about serious overarching neurological disorders. The ones that, are, that have reached the internet are the, are, are the serious shaking and convulsions and things of that nature, the paralysis, you name it. But we're talking about now behavioral things, forgetfulness, Alzheimer's disease, even in the young, even in young adults, um, a lack of memory, aggression, if I didn't already, already say it, full-blown aggression. These are the things people need to start paying attention to also. If you have family members that have taken the jabs, or you know of people who have taken the jabs, this is this is massive. Uh, this is a massive, massive issue, and and a lot of that was brought up. I might add, full credit to quite frankly, and Frank over it. Quite frankly, the Quite Frankly podcast and the Quite Frankly show. If you're not watching that, I highly recommend it. Uh, get on Clout Hub. Uh, type in quite frankly on Cloud Hub in a, in your web browser. Duck duck go start page. Don't use Google. Uh, nobody that I know uses Google anymore. Um, you, use those and you'll find you'll find his channel. He's on nightly uh, from seven to nine every single night. I highly recommend the show. Very educational. I've been a guest on the show. He's been kind enough to have me on in the past. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. So. That's th those were some of the things that he was reading in last night's uh, episode or on Monday night's episode. Very educational and alarming. Another thing too, and uh, a caller called in and said people were experiencing bloating. That a person that he, uh, that he had been friends with for for years and he hadn't seen him in a few months that he was just bloated, like medically bloated. He doesn't take medication, this person, he said, and he said, and it clearly wasn't that kind of like, oh, you've been eating too much, you haven't been exercising enough. It's just vascular level, cellular level bloating as a result of taking the jabs. Um, okay. Along that same line, I'm going to, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll mention this. Okay. Like I said at the beginning, propaganda has has hit we're way past level level eight on Super Mario Brothers when it comes to the propaganda here. Countless people are making countless propaganda videos coming directly for your children regarding the jab. Here is just one of those videos. We're gonna get it soon, and then we can play. Yay! I'm so excited. We will get to play together when it's done. Not shot. We will get to play together when it's done. Not shot. We will get to play together. We will get to play together. We will get to play together when it's done. Not shot. It's an adult female dressed like a child in what looks like a child's room, a child's bedroom, with all the fake space bullshit all over the walls, 
saying clearly what they're saying. At the beginning of the video, it says, what do we need to do to get back to normal? And then at the end of the video on the screen, it says, contact the CDC for information on what to do to get back to normal. Um, I, I have to, I, you know, I got to tell you, it, uh, if I, if I, if I rub my face in my scalp anymore, I already don't have hair. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bald man. I shave my head and I've been doing it since, oh, I don't know, my mid-20s. Uh, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have any skin on my face if, if I keep watching this kind of stuff. I'm just going to rub the skin right off of my face. This adult person who's doing this, I don't even have the words to describe what who who they are. I, I don't even have the words. Monster doesn't even doesn't even go far enough. Um, this is a tool of Satan. This person, without a doubt, and you don't get to split hairs and say, "Well, I took the jab, and I don't support this person. I took the jab, but I don't I don't like what this person." No, no, no. You you're on that side now. See. The, the the battle lines have been drawn. You can't you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't take the jab and say you don't like this person's message or that's unethical. You've already done what this person wanted you to do, which means it's already game over. So there's that. Um, here's another thing. So please watch out for the propaganda, because again, <laughs> it's not like you even have to watch out for it. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. If you open up YouTube, which again is an abomination, and I, I highly recommend other outlets, bit shoot to say the least, but the propaganda that's on YouTube is astounding. The, the commercials in between a video. If I want to watch a, a video about muscle cars, which I do from time to time, um, I don't want to be inundated with that kind of stuff, but like I've said in the past, they don't care about us, and they don't care about our opinions. So you have to suffer through a 10 or 12 second ad about them propagandizing people and showing them images of people getting together and doing whatever they're doing, and then it says, well, the only way we're going to get together and do this is if everybody takes these poisons. I've, I've been living my life just fine maskless, walking around, doing what I want, going where I want. Um, yeah, funny. I, I've been doing those things forever. One of, one of those propaganda commercials shows people in big wheels r r riding down a hill. If I want to ride a big wheel down a hill, I'll go buy a big wheel and ride it down a hill. I don't need to get a drug or a poison and, and uh, engage in Munchausen syndrome, which is what people are doing. It's Munchausen's. If you don't know what that is, please look it up. It's a mental disorder. People who fill themselves with drugs thinking that they are sick or helping or helping people. The virtue signaling, they call it virtue signaling. It's Munchausen syndrome. People who call cancel culture cancel culture? No, it's fascism. Do you see the word manipulation? It's normalizing insanity. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. So, it's prediction time now. Here we go. And it's not a it's not a healthy prediction. 
I'm sorry. It's just not. I'm trying to laugh. It's not. This isn't going to be funny. Okay. I put this on Gab. It says, mark my words, quote, Now that it's been shown that the shots are 100% poisonous and life-altering, heart conditions too, wait until 12 to 23-year-olds who have taken the jabs start practicing their sports for their schools and playing in the fall. They will be the ones dropping like, dropping like flies on the fields of play. It won't be, quote, unexplained, or, quote, natural causes, or, quote, lack of hydration. It will be the COVID shots. When does football practice start? A month? A month from now? And then they do that two-a-day nonsense? If your children have had these shots and they're going to play sports, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your eyes peeled for that in the news. Well, a teenager dropped dead on, uh, on a football field or on a tennis court because uh, it, was, it was hydration and it was, it was, uh, they got overheated. No. Did they take the jab? That's the question that should be asked. Well, it's probably global warming's fault because it's 90 degrees in July, and that's clearly global warming. It's never happened before in the history of America. Uh, it's global warming. No, no, it's the jab. It's because they took the jab. It's going to happen. I don't want it to happen. I don't. I'm not wishing for any of this to happen. I'm not a monster. Why would, I, why would I wish for something like that to happen? I'm saying the writing is on the wall. It's becoming the totalitarianism and the effects of totalitarianism are so predictable now. It's not funny. It just, it's just not funny anymore. So be vigilant. Stay alert. Stay awake. Try to wake up others. Might not work. Doesn't work with everybody. But do what you have to do. Do whatever you know. Do what you have to do to stay healthy. But it's not taking these poisons. That's not it. That's not it. Smile, laugh, live your life. But always stay vigilant on this, because they're coming for the kids. They're coming for your children. They want them. They want them hurt. Not just with the lies and the propaganda and everything else. They want them hurt chemically and then dependent chemically. So, please stay awake. Please stay vigilant. This matters. I'm not going away with this. I know these episodes are tough sometimes. I know that they sound... I know how they sound. I can hear my own voice. I know how it sounds. I'm just telling people that the answer to these problems is actually far simpler than what a lot of people want to admit. You have to make a problem. You have to make it and then sell it because the problems are profitable. The solution isn't profitable when it really is in the long run. That's the green pasture that we have to, that we have to arrive at. And it can happen right here. It can. But you, gotta, you have to inform yourself. You have to educate yourself. Get mad. Get mad. If anybody's ever seen the movie Cool Hand Luke, they've got him on his back and he's swallowing eggs. And how do they win that bet with him swallowing all those eggs? They start yelling at him and say, get mad at them eggs, Luke. Get mad at them eggs. 
and he swallows them all, and they all cheer, and they all win, and he almost blacks out because he's filled with eggs. It's time for everybody to get mad at the eggs. Get mad at the eggs and do something about it. Catch your Friday. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.